Hello, hello. Welcome back to Miked Up with Maddie. I'm your host, Maddie. That's why it's called Miked Up with Maddie. You guys, I know. A new episode midweek. What is this? Um, hi, welcome to our extra bonus episode this week. I figured, you know what? I have a little bit of extra time. I'm kind of needing to stay in my house because I have one more client today. Not enough time to go run my groceries and my errands. So I figured, you know what? Let's stay productive. Let's film another episode. So here we are. Hello. How are you? Are you having a good day? I hope so. I hope you are having a great week. If you guys have not heard Monday's episode, go listen. It was super, super fun to talk about and record. It is all about like my fitness journey and all the things and I hope it's relatable to some of you. So I'm excited to hear you guys' thoughts on that. And yeah, so today I'm just going to like jump right into it. If you have heard the podcast, it's literally called I've Had It. And it's these two ladies. I think it's Jennifer and Pumps. I Or maybe Jennifer, they call her. I don't know. I'm horrible. I literally listen like twice a week and I literally don't even know. But I'm pretty sure it's Jennifer and Pumps. I've Yes. Anyways, they are these middle-aged ladies, like ma, like they have kids. I think they were on some type of, not housewives type of show, but something kind of like that. One of them is a lawyer and one of them has her own, let's see, like interior design business. And then they do this podcast together. You guys have probably seen their videos on TikTok. They will post like little snippets of little things and essentially... The whole premises of the podcast is their I've had it. So they basically just rant every single episode. They have guests on. Last week, they had like Cody Rigsby from Peloton. And I freaking love him. It was probably one of my favorite episodes. So anyways, I decided I'd kind of do my own take on it and essentially just have my own I've had it episode. And, you know, we usually like to keep things a little bit more mm, positive on the podcast. But you know what? I figured this would be kind of a lighthearted way to talk and rant about things and nothing is very like super serious. So it's not like if you're thinking, oh my gosh, she's just going to like, you know, rant about random stuff and I don't want to hear about it and it's going to be boring and it's going to be negative. No, you guys like it, I'm going to try to make it funny. This is a comedic podcast. Like it's just we're just here to have laughs, have fun. This is not meant to offend anyone. If you do any of these things like. It's not aimed at you. I am not, you know, I'm human. I'm not perfect. I'm sure I do things that annoy other people. So this is, you know, little little disclaimer. But um, yeah, so basically I'm just going to be telling you what I have had it with. So our first one, I have to like kind of like give a backstory because this first I've had it is I am so sick of those little signs that say, don't poop on my lawn or don't let your dog pee on my grass. It kills it. Okay. I am the kind of dog owner and I know not everyone is like this, but if my dog goes poo somewhere, I am going to clean it up. Luckily my dog is pretty small. So like his poops are like small. I don't know. Like I would imagine with a bigger dog, that's a little bit more irritating but I, I clean up after after him, right? And 
I, I have the bags, I do the thing, I clean it, I throw it away, whatever. I understand that not everyone is like that, but oh, you guys, like in my neighborhood, there's at least 10 and I walk like far in my neighborhood. I have been to every part and every crook and cranny and crevice of my neighborhood. There are at least 10 to 15 homes with those signs on their yard. And they're all like a different rendition. One is like, has like a police surveillance picture on it. And it says, don't poop or pee on my lawn. And, and I, of course I get it. The older I get, I want to keep our lawn nice and looking good. But it's outside. And it's a lawn. And if some dog pees on it, is it really going to be the end of the world? First of all. First of all. Second of all, you have no life that you went out and purchased. You went out and bought with your hard-earned cash a sign to go on your yard. First of all, I don't want a sign in my yard for anything. Tacky. Okay? Second of all, you spent your hard-earned money on something that says don't pee or poo on my lawn, it is not that serious. Like, it's just, it cracks me up. And of course I would never do, and and in fact, when I walk Odin, like if there is one of those lawns, I make sure to walk him past it. He's tried to stop and go potty before. I walk him right on past it because I never know if someone's gonna come out, if someone's gonna yell at me, I don't do confrontation, I don't want it, I'm not down. And I had to share really quickly, like another little experience I had with this. They, this house didn't have a sign on their lawn, but like a month or two ago, Caleb and I took Odin on a little Sunday morning walk. And it was early because we had been woken up by Odin at like 6 a.m. And we like couldn't fall back asleep. So at that point we we're like, should we just go walk him? So I'm pretty sure by this point, like... It was probably like 7.30, maybe 8 a.m. It was pretty early, like for a Sunday. Like unless you're like getting ready to go to early church or you're, I don't know, mowing your lawn that early, no one's awake. So we're walking him and pretty far from like our neighborhood area, another part of our neighborhood has like these duplex, like apartment kind of situations. So Odin stops and... And these duplexes, like, there's, like, a ton of them. Like, it's, like, essentially, like, an apartment complex, but there's only two of them. They're just all side by side. And they don't really have a front yard. It's, and it's kind of ghetto. Like, like I mean, the, the nicest way. But, but the grass isn't really that well taken care of. It's not very nice, whatever. Odin stops to go poo. And, and I had my little fanny pack. I reached in there. I was about to get his little thing, but we were just sitting waiting. It, he was, like, taking forever. He had, like, barely started. And one of the duplex doors opens and this guy just like looks out and just stands there and watches us. And like, I clearly had like my fanny pack. He can see me with like the doggy bag. I'm going to clean it up. He stands and stares. Like he doesn't like puts it, put his hand out and say like, Hey, good morning. Or like, Hey, make sure you clean that up. Says nothing. So we just look up and we're like, hi, like really awkwardly still says nothing. And that just like, I don't know. It's a whole level of like, it just makes me mad. Oh, it like makes me want to rage. I don't know. It just, I think because I'm a responsible dog owner and clean up after my dog, like, oh, it just, oh. So anyways, I've had it with that. Um, now this second one, I also have to preface with, I freaking love Halloween. Okay. I freaking love fall. I was born in October. My birthday's in October, obviously. 
Um, I'm a fall girly. Like fall is probably my entire personality from the months of September until December. Okay. And it's extremely annoying. I understand that. But I've had it with the Halloween decor too early. And I've also had it with the people that don't understand that. And again, this is just my opinion. Um, pumpkins are fall decor and Halloween decor. Okay. Skeletons and ghosts are Halloween decor, not fall decor. And I know that some people may only have like a couple little things. I am very blessed and we have kind of two different things. Granted, like you guys, like I shop like bargain stuff, like Ross and Dollar Tree and TJ Maxx. I'm not buying like bougie decor. However, we have decor that I put up usually after like Labor Day, once it's like start of fall and it's like just some leaves and some pumpkins, very naturally kind of little things. And then when Halloween comes, oh girl, we've got it all. We've got the skeletons, we've got everything. But I'm seeing on TikTok these girlies that are already put, they're like school starting, fall starting. And I'm like, girl, yes, I agree. However, don't put the skeletons and and, and the ghosts up. I'm not ready for that. I love Halloween and if it lasted six months, I wouldn't even care. I would love it. But let's wait. At least at the, please, at the very least until after Labor Day, which is when I will be putting my fall decor up until October. Then on October 1st, I will put the Halloween decor up. And maybe people think that's crazy. I'm sure they do because I'm a nut job with my house decor. But I don't know, just, just wait, like, Yes, it already feels like fall. Like once kids start school, it does, but just wait. Um, I have had it with inconsiderate people. I wrote, like I've been keeping these for like a minute. So I'm not sure what instance that exactly happened, but I think we can all agree. Like people that are just inconsiderate, like people that don't understand spatial awareness are not considerate of your feelings or even just like, you know, when you're at the grocery store and people are just like stopping in front of you. And I know I talked about this, like with the Costco thing, but like, just be aware, like the lack of awareness these days in people is insane because we have so much access to information and knowledge that I almost feel like I'm too aware and not again, not that I'm perfect, but mine's almost on the other side of the spectrum where I'm so anxious about doing something wrong or not being respectful of someone else or inconsiderate or not unaware that I'm like too aware of it. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm sick of it. Um, this next one is kind of niche, but like also not. I've had it with people asking for donations at Smith's. Okay. If you ask me when I'm at the register, like kind of quietly, like, oh, did you want to round up? Girl, honestly, half the time I'm going to round up and and donate, whether it's, you know, children's things or, or sometimes when we go to Petco, they ask and then you get your name up on the wall and it's like really fun. So I, I'll do that. Okay. It makes me feel like I'm a good person. It's fine. Okay. When I go to the self-checkout, which I normally do because believe it or not, I'm actually extremely introverted. And after a whole day of talking with like, like for my job, I don't want to talk to anyone else. Like don't, and don't any of my clients, like don't take that offense. I absolutely love talking to you guys, but I expend all my energy into that. When I'm done with work, I don't have any more energy like to talk to people. So 
my introverted little self goes into the self-checkout. I'm doing my things. I've got an AirPod in, but only one just in case like someone needs to ask me something. Someone comes up to me. I'm approached rather aggressively. And this has not happened only once. Like this has been like multiple times. Um, This Smith's worker comes up to me and I get it. They're just doing their jobs, but I'm like, y'all, you gotta figure out a different way. They come up to me. She asks loud as hell. Like the entire store could have heard her. At the very least, everyone around me self-checking out or or whatever. She comes over and she's like, hey, um, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, good. She's like, so I just want to see, or, um, do you want to donate to this, 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 and this? Um, whatever. And I'm like, okay, now I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place because y'all groceries are so expensive. I can barely afford my groceries right now. But then you also want me to like add more, which again, sometimes I will if I'm feeling charitable, okay? I've been blessed. I would like to use the financial blessings other places. However, I'm already spending a lot of money on food and I don't need you to come at me and so loud. And I have like such a guilty conscience that I don't want to say no. It's already hard for me to say no to a single person, let alone when there's seven other people in the checkout area that can hear when I say no. So then I think I did actually say like, oh, I'm sorry, like not today. Like, Cause I think like two times ago I had like donated maybe a dollar or something or whatever, or no, no, I did donate. This was the first, okay. So anyways, I'm sorry. This first time that this had happened, I did. And I was like, oh yeah. But then I feel bad if I'm not doing enough. And so I was like, okay, like how much are you like? And she's like, oh, it's increments of like one, five, 10. And I'm like, well, I'm not adding 10 or five. I'm sorry. I'll do a dollar. That will be my do good daily. And, but then I feel bad that I didn't do enough and then I'm being judged or people think I'm poor because I can't, it's such a mind F like, anyways, if you work at Smith's, can y'all figure out a different way to do that? Like even just have it on a screen on the thing, like just say, would you like to donate to St. Jude's or whatever? And I can click yes or no. I don't have to be talked at. I like, whatever (laughs) going on. Um, And this is not a niche one. I know this is a big thing everyone's kind of getting sick of. And this, I feel like this kind of ties into like asking for donations, but tipping culture. Now, gosh, I literally need to like preface every single one of these. So I am going to preface it with, I am a business owner that deals with clientele and I do receive tips quite often. And my gosh, I am so grateful for those tips, you guys. I am someone that tips for every service If you were doing something out of your way, when I go out to eat at a restaurant, I'm tipping. And I'm usually a pretty good tipper. Like my husband and I really, really like, especially during the holidays or if someone's doing a really good job to tip pretty heavily to me. Like, like I said, like I don't, sometimes I'll donate like a dollar or two to charities or whatever. Um, But that's where I like to really like help someone because I can see how they are in person and I can, you know, not reward that behavior, but kind of like, like, honestly, I appreciate it. Like I am busting my butt in my lash room on those lash sets. And when someone notices that and appreciates that and tips, even like a dollar, I'm so incredibly grateful. You guys have to know. So, but I think the hard thing for me is like, and I don't even care. Like I have tipped like swig and so delicious people. I usually, every time I go get a coffee or a matcha, 
whoever's making it or if there's multiple people making it and I can see that I will tip each of them a dollar and I don't get like little drinks out super super often so I feel like that's why I can do that and the places that I go to are not just like a Starbucks it's like a family-owned thing I'm a regular at that place and and they're amazing and every single person that works there like handcrafts my matcha like I they're just amazing so of course I'm gonna tip right and and everyone has different thoughts on that and whatever but just just let it be like it's the same thing with the donations like let it be a quiet thing I don't want to feel pressured into tipping you or feel like I am not tipping enough or whatever you know like and I know that these poor kids have to say it half the time but I've had it with it like I just let me tip quietly let me take care of it don't say like, oh, just wanted to see if you want to like leave a tip. Like, where was I at? Oh my gosh. We went to, oh crap, what's it called? Roll up like crepe place in Spanish Fork. I was really craving like Nutella on a crepe so bad. So we go through the line and it's pretty cool. Like it's streamlined. So you go on these iPads, you just pick what you want. You pay for it all. You put your own little like buzzer number in and then you go sit down. You're not even face to face with any of the workers at all until they hand you your food, but they don't bring it out to you. They just make it and then they hand you your food. They asked on the little iPad for if I wanted to leave a tip. Now, like I just said, if you were going above and beyond, if you were handcrafting and going above and beyond when you're doing that and having excellent customer service and I'm dealing with you and having interactions or I'm getting my lashes or my nails done and you know, you're doing a great job and doing a service, of course I'm gonna tip for that. But if I didn't even have you ring up my order or any of that, all you're doing is putting the food together, bagging it up, sending me on my way and you're being paid, like mind you, they're being paid for that. I don't know what they make there, but like, and it's not just this one specific place. I, I love that restaurant, so I don't want you guys to think I'm like hating on it, but what did y'all do to get it? <laughs> now, if someone came over and like handed it to us and said like, hey, you know what? We ran out of these bananas, but like, let me give, I gave you extra this. I'd be like, oh, hold on, stay here. Let me give you a fiber. Like, I appreciate that stuff. Someone going out and, and, and above, but like, you're making, you're being paid to do that. And, and to be honest, even for me in my own job, I don't expect tips. I charge what I charge because that's what I need to make to pay my bills and to keep my business profitable because I still have to purchase tons of things to, to keep my business going, right? But I never expect tips because if I wanted to make more, I'd charge more, right? But it's so appreciated. And I know that these kids do appreciate it as well, but I'm like, I don't know. There's a little bit of a disconnect. It's hard because I'm someone that, you know, benefits also from tips, but I feel like it's a little different. I don't know. Um, anyways, next one is I've had it with over planners. Um, now don't get me wrong. I am very organized. And if you know me at all, I'm an extreme over planner. My life essentially is always planned out like a month in advance because my clients typically are booking out two to three appointments in advance, um, which is great. However, please do not try to plan something with me years out. Sometimes it makes sense. You know, if you're going to do like a big family vacation or, or like a family, um, what's it called? Like a reunion. I understand that. But 
I don't know where I'm going to be in two, three years. <laughs> and it stresses me out because as a couple that's still in like their newlywed stage, I mean, we're two years in almost at this point. And if someone wants me to commit to something in two or three years, do I now have to like plan getting pregnant around that? Do I have to know plan and not like I'm not trying to get pregnant right now, guys, or anytime soon. But I mean, three years, we will have been married five years. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I what if we want to? What? But then what if I feel obligated to not try? Because what if we're going to Bora Bora and I don't want to have a big pregnant belly on that trip? It like stresses me out. Um, and this is not even anything that's like happened in specifics. I just feel like it's not, like unnecessary. Like I'm all for planning out like a year from now. Like we kind of, Caleb and I kind of always know like, okay, we're going to save up every year because we want to try and go to Disneyland every single year. So whether it's for one day, two days, three days, we're going to save up because we know that that's an expense that happens every year, right? And I'll take extra clients or he'll work extra hard. But the way, way, way out stuff, or even like holidays, we have three different families to go to. My parents are divorced. So we have three homes, three houses with multiple kids to gift. And that already takes enough planning in itself, but just the asking for commitments can be very stressful. So I don't know, had it with that. Um, I've had it with Selling Sunset. Not, not because I don't like it. I love it. I literally was watching it like four minutes ago doing laundry, but you guys, the outfits, the outfits are so unnecessary. Who is going into their brokerage office like that? And I get it. I know it's like reality TV. I get that. So I know it's like heavily like Hollywoodized and and whatever. But y'all, I just... Okay, so I just watched... I think I'm on the newest season, like episodes five or six. And I'm horrible. I literally don't know any other names. The beautiful like African-American girl. She's a little bit newer. Like I think she came on the season prior. But oh gosh, she's beautiful. And she was wearing this like skirt thing. And if you've watched this season, like you'll know what I'm talking about. And she's going to meet up with one of the other girls for lunch. And the other girl, I think, had like a pretty normal outfit on, but it still is like voom, like very much like makeup over all the things. But this girl had this like skirt, but it was like super, super, like I think it looked like like rubber or plastic, like hard, thick whatever. And she couldn't even sit down. Like they were kind of going back and forth and joking like, oh, it's a, it's a standing outfit. Like, and it was so short that like, if she had bent over or anything, I was like, oh my gosh. And then one of the other girls, I don't know if it, I do know Chriselle's name. I don't know if it was Chriselle or one of the other, there's like a couple blonde girls, but it's like coming into work, like a bra top and trousers. And don't get me wrong. I'm all for like, wear what you want. But it's just so out there and so big. And I know it's supposed to be that way, but I'm like, okay, y'all. Let's let's make it a tiny bit more realistic. Um, next one is I've had it with people not waving back to me when I wave in my neighborhood. <laughs> and if you know me, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. And it really shouldn't be. Like, it's really not that big of a deal but it's so, oh, it makes me want to rage. Like if I'm driving in the neighborhood, like, you know, you see in the movies, like the picket white fence, perfect like neighborhoods. 
and everyone's like waving at each other and the kids are playing outside and I don't know, like, I just think that's so cute. And I swear there are like two people in my neighborhood that will wave back to me. Okay, just kidding. Maybe three of my neighbors will wave back to me, which is still pretty good. But like the amount of times that I've like driven into my driveway and like waved to a next door neighbor and they just like look away or they just like stare at me. Not even a smile. I'm like, can you just like muster up a smile maybe? Or when I'm on my walks with my dog, no one smiles, no one waves. And I'm like the perky little girl at like 8 a.m. walking my dog like, oh, good morning. Like, happy Monday. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Trash comes out tomorrow. Like, I don't know. I'm so annoying. But like, it's just not that hard. And neighborhoods that I have been in, like the neighborhood, in fact, that my dad lives in is very community-esque, like very friendly. Everyone waves to each other. They wave at me when I pull up. And I don't even think they know who I am, like any, unless they've met me from when I was younger and lived with him. But it just, you, you have this like sense of community and this sense of belonging and welcoming. And I don't know, I just feel like it's such a small thing. And it makes me mad that my neighborhood doesn't do that. I don't think it's everyone's neighborhood because obviously like my dad's does, but ugh, it makes me want to rage. Um, the next one is kind of the same thing, but this is more so out in, in like the world. And I was talking about this with a client of mine the other day and she said the best thing. She said, Utah has a staring problem and it's so true. And I've had it with people not smiling back at me at stores when we like lock eyes, they just keep staring. And if you live in Utah, anywhere in Utah, I feel like is like this whether it's St. George or Ogden or Salt Lake or Lehigh, everywhere I've been, I've felt this. And I've always tried to kind of make it a fact to, if I've locked eyes, I used to not always be great at this. Honestly, I had like major RBF for a long time and I'm sure I still do. But anytime I lock eyes with someone, I've really tried to be aware and like smile at them or just like say, hey, or hi, or whatever. The amount of times that I've done that, like, and it's happened with, like, males, females, young, old, whatever. I'll be, like, at Smith's or Walmart or Trader Joe's or, like, a a fashion store, you know, like, Cotton On or Old Navy or whatever, and I can, like, feel someone's eyes on me, or we lock eyes because I'm looking over at something else and we lock eyes and I smile. They either just stare right at me or they just, like, look me up and down. And I'm, like, what? Like, I don't, please tell me you guys have this experience also living in Utah or maybe it's just this generation. I don't know, but I swear to you, like the little town that I lived in, in California, my senior year. And yes, it was very like small town vibes, but like everyone kind of knows everyone and they're very welcoming. It's like that community aspect. I remember going to Walmart there. People are smiling at you. You lock eyes with someone. They'll do a little wave. Like I don't know. I just, I love that. And it makes me feel so self-conscious when I'm like at a store. Like I can't even tell you how many times I've gotten in the car with my husband and been like, do I have something on my face? Do I have like, is my like butt cheeks out of my shorts? Because people are staring and I don't know what it is. Because of course, like we all look at each other, like whatever, like we're all, you know, we lock eyes. That's a human thing. But like, oh my gosh, it's so annoying. Like you can just smile. It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. It's okay. End of story. Um, I've had it with shows on different streaming services. Like, 
I get it every, I'm sure it's a moneymaker, right? Because you we pay like 20 bucks a month for some of these. Like Hulu and Netflix and, and whatever. But like, y'all, like we literally got HBO just to watch Succession, which is a great show. Like I truly can make like a whole episode on it. It's so funny and so good. But I don't want to have to pay for multiple different streaming services to watch one specific show. I understand like Netflix originals or HBO Max originals or whatever, or Amazon Prime originals. I understand those, but can we just like, like if you're going to put like, okay, for example, let's say like we just watched Bride Wars, like early 2000s, love that movie. If you're going to have it on like Netflix and Hulu or Netflix and HBO, put it on all of them. Like just, just, just do that for us. And I get why they do it, right? Because ones want to make money over the other and it is what it is. But I've had it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not here for it. Um, this one's so gross, you guys. I'm sorry. We already talked about poo in this episode. But my girlies will understand. So if you're a boy, just like mm, skip for like 30 seconds. Um, I've had it, you guys. I've had it when it's like, you know, when it's like the end of your period. And like you have a like tampon in, right? But like the period is too low or like, like the flow isn't, it isn't flowing and it's like, it hurts and it's kind of itchy, but also you can't just not have a tampon in, but you also don't want to just have a pad. And like, it's such, it's an, it's a mind F dude. Like literally it's so annoying. Um, and I just hate it. Like I love being a girl, but that's one of the things about being a girl I hate. Um, and this last one is I've had it with people who take things too seriously. And I feel like this has been very prevalent lately with the Barbie movie. Now, again, this is just my opinion. I know a lot of people had a lot of different opinions on the Barbie movie. I'm not going to go into that. If you want to hear my thoughts on the Barbie movie, go to like episode two. I talk, I have a whole episode about it. Um, I loved it personally. However, if you didn't, or with any movie, or with just anything in life, it's not that serious. Like, you don't have to, like, boycott it. You don't have to make a video about it, complaining about it. And I guess really the same thing could be said for if someone really likes it, too. But, like, people are going on such rampages about such little things. Oh, my gosh. Please tell me I'm such a hypocrite because I'm literally making a whole episode on literally ranting <laughs> but it really is all in fun. But the people that really, truly do, like, take it too seriously. And I'm not going to say names, but, like, Ben Shapiro on the Barbie movie. I'm not sorry, Dad. I know he loves Ben Shapiro. He doesn't listen to this podcast. But <laughs> anyways, I don't know. It's just, like, life is too short. You know, life is too short to take things too seriously. We all have way too many things we have to take seriously. Hashtag adulting. But let's maybe not. Let's maybe like tone it back. And like, if you don't like something, like maybe don't watch it. If you don't want to listen to something, maybe don't listen to it. I feel like it's actually that simple. Like, if I don't like someone's Instagram, I don't follow it. <laughs> it's not that, it like really. If I don't like a food, I just don't eat it. And I, I don't have to talk about it. It's really that simple. Truly period, end of story, 
boy bye <laughs> um anyways that is it for my i've had it's episode i really was trying to keep this one like shorter than a normal episode but we're already at 30 minutes so essentially this is a regular episode but i figured i would sprinkle in a little bit of love because it's the end of august and mine's the hell well i hope you guys have a great rest of your week I hope you have a great Labor Day weekend. If you have Monday off, enjoy it, party it up. If you don't, I'm very sorry. And I love you. Live, laugh, love it up. I'm just going to keep that until I find a different tagline, you guys. So you're just going to have to suck it up till now. I know it's bad. And if you can think of a better tagline at the end, DM me. Um, Follow my Instagram. Like I said, I think it was on the last episode. I don't have like a a podcast Instagram. I should. I'm normally more organized than this, but we're just raw dogging this as it goes. Um, so yeah, follow my Instagram. It's just, it's your girl Mads. No spaces, no whatevers. Um, and that's typically where I will post about questionnaires, when new podcast stuff comes out, all the things or whatever. So like I just, let's see. Earlier this week, I think I asked, or last week, I asked about um, crazy wedding stories. So if you have not written in, I'll probably post that one more time because I am going to record that episode this week. So it can come up on Monday. So anyways, love you guys. Have a great day.